0: Everyone, you're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. There's nothing like competition, is there? Especially between a husband and a wife. And yes, I'll admit it. Once again, Lisa kicked my butt. She won. She got more bass than I did. We live in a very competitive culture. We love to compete. Competition is a good thing. Whether you're playing cards, whether you're playing tennis, whether you're playing golf, we love competition. We're competitive in the business world. We're competitive in the world of our physiques. We're competitive on social media. It seems that everybody is competitive. Have you ever thought about why? I'm a why guy. Why are we competitive? Why? I truly believe this drive for competition has been given to us by the God of the universe. I really believe that. It's great to be competitive, but I would say based on scripture, based on studying God's word, the Bible, don't waste your competitive edge. Be competitive. Let's go Rangers, be competitive. I'm for you or or, or you're for me. Be competitive, but don't waste your competition. Today, I'm going to talk to you about entering a serious competition, entering a cosmic competition. And that competition is simply this, competing for the souls of people, competing for the souls of people. Jesus is the master caster. Say it with me, master caster, that's Jesus. So whenever you have Jesus doing something that's supernatural, you have Satan doing something in the natural. Satan is not the master caster, he's the caster of disaster. In other words, he does not want you and me to get hooked to heaven. He wants to hook us to hell. And we know a lot of people, don't we, who've not been hooked by Jesus. We know a lot of people who've not received the gospel. They're just souls aimlessly swimming around. Well, for us to be competitive, I mean, for us to really understand what competition is all about, I'm gonna challenge you because the scripture challenges me to get involved in the ultimate fishing contest. I want you and me to jump in, pun intended, and face the ultimate competitor. I want us to face the devil himself, on one hand, he's trying to move people from life to death, yet we're trying to move people by God's power and mercy from death to life. That's the ultimate competition. So don't waste your competitive edge. Don't waste that, that drive to compete because I believe God has given it to you and me to really, really compete. And again, don't misread me. I'm all about sports. I'm all about competitiveness, and I'm all about this or that. The main competition, though, needs to be against the devil. Now, when I say that, some are like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you, are you saying, because some of you are not believers, are you saying you believe in the devil? Uh, well, yes, it, it doesn't take someone with a doctorate in sociology or psychology or human behavior or biology to understand there's a dark, powerful, sinister force wreaking havoc in our world today. How do you explain child pornography? How do you explain tens of millions killed in wars? How do you explain racism? How do you explain genocide? How do you explain the pride, the lust, the envy in your life and mine? How do you explain our government? The corrupt calling the corrupt corrupt, the FBI, the IRS, everywhere you turn, corruption, corruption, corruption. I've never seen as much lying as there is in the world today. How do you explain that? How do you explain that? A damaged chromosome, your diapers were put on too tight, your nursery was painted the wrong color, your mom didn't sing enough nursery rhymes to you. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The devil, the devil. And Jesus said the devil comes to to kill and steal and destroy. He does not want someone, he does not want a soul to be caught by the gospel of Jesus. Yet, as Christians, we have the competitive edge. I'll start to clap. We have the competitive edge. In other words, we have the advantage. Because here's what Jesus said. Jesus said this in a nutshell. If you look at the bookends of his ministry, when he started his ministry publicly, he was 30 years old. And when he ended his public ministry, he ascended to the Father. In those 36 months, he did something. He met one-on-one, 132 times with people in the four gospel. One-on-one casting, this is Jesus. So that, oh, to tip you and me off, the church is great, the church is the body of Christ. It's an incredible fishing industry, a tackle store, a fishing center. However, we have the opportunity to fish for people one-on-one. So when Jesus started his ministry, he said, fish! And when he ended his ministry on earth, he said, fish! Fish! F-I-S-H. What does that mean? Look behind me. Focus in our sea of humanity. Say it with me. Focus in our sea of humanity. You have a sea of humanity. I have a sea of humanity in this giant ocean. I'm to fish. I'm to focus on my sea of humanity in the sea as I'm living in this life. And that's the Lord's strategy. Now I want you to focus in your sea of humanity. You know people, you swim with people that I never will. I swim with people that you never will. Together, what can we do? We can fish. And the beautiful thing about fishing in scripture, here's what I love is, all Jesus tells me to do and you to do is simply fish. He doesn't say catch. We don't catch, isn't that cool? The pressure's off. We don't don't catch, we fish, we cast. We present the lure, we present the bait, He does the catching. So if you want to enter this competition, well, I'm gonna tell you some things that, that should characterize your life. I call these things fisheristics. Fisheristics, four of them. And and ask yourself, do I have these things? Oh, aren't these fish cute? Oh, they're beautiful, aren't they? Goldfish in this fish bowl. This is a nice fish bowl, is it not? with the colored gravel, the fish. I just love to watch fish. It kind of reminds me of the church. A lot of people had this view of the, of the church. Oh, the church is just a fishbowl. Just a few of us. Hi, Daddy will feed you. You just stay in that safe little fishbowl. Everything's going to be Okay. This stained glass fortress, that's the church. Okay, so what can happen is we can become so focused on the fishbowl that we turn our backs on the masses and that's not a pretty picture, is it? <laughs> fisheristics, what are some fisheristics? Number one, fishermen, and when I say fishermen, ladies, please, you know I'm talking about Fisher. Women as well. Look, Lisa kicked my tail. I mean, you know, women really are probably better fishermen than men. You know why? Because women actually listen to instruction. (laughs) Men, we don't. That's just for starters. Anyway, when I say fishermen, remember, I'm talking about everyone. So no emails, you know, direct messages and all the other stuff on social media. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Number one, if you're a fisherman, you're real passionate. Look at those disciples. Look at the squad, look at the tribe, look at the team that Jesus picked. These bunch of ragtag, foul-mouthed, wheels-off Galileans came from the wrong side the track, blue-collar, mean as, as, as snakes, they braved the elements and caught all of these fish. They didn't smell that good. They tried to spray cologne to cover the fish smell, but they, but they couldn't do it. Uh, you know, a little helpful hint. If you ever have fish smell on, you try some toothpaste to wash your hands, it'll take it off. That's free of charge. They're real passionate. The Bible says in Luke nineteen ten, the Son of Man came to what? The Son of Man came to do what? find lost people and save them. We have to find lost people. And the great news today is those lost people, those souls that are swimming aimlessly in your life and mine are in our sea of humanity. We have to become passionate over the things that Jesus was and is passionate about. Why are we here? Not to sin, we're here to help rescue as many people as possible. That's why I'm not zapped up to heaven the moment I become a follower of Christ. If you want to discover what depth is in the Christian life, you begin to get in on this. But, but it's so comfortable, isn't it? Guys, aren't you having a good time? Just the two of you hanging around in the, in the fish bowl. Everything is fine and dandy. I'll clean the water for you when you mess it up and I'll feed you the best organic fish food possible. And, 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 you know, yeah, I know all these people are facing a forever. I know many are going to hell, but we're just going to stay in our little fish bowl, aren't we? When was the last time you shared your faith? When was the last time you tried to share your faith? When was the last time you cast? And when was the last time you actually tried to cast? Great questions. You wanna go deep? I I mean, we're talking real depth here. This, what I'm talking about, is depth. It's not knowledge. I know a lot of people that go to fishing seminars. I know a lot of people that go to Outdoor World. I know a lot of people that spend a lot of time on fishing websites. I know a lot of people that watch all these YouTube videos. I know a lot of people that watch fishing shows, but they never fish. You've got to fish. Just start fishing. Stop wishing and start fishing. I like that. Number two. We're gonna be real passionate. Thank you for your passion. We also need to be real prepared, real prepared. I'm always prepared. I'm always prepared to go fishing. I have like a go bag in my garage. A good friend of mine gave me this little cart. I have all my tackle boxes in there, rod and reels. I'm ready to go. If I can do it, if the lake is full of big dumb fish, I'm ready to go right now. I can be out there soon, very, very soon. I do though enjoy preparing for fishing. And when Lisa and I went on this bass fishing adventure, this competition, I prepared several days I thought about, it, okay, what, what is, is, is going to best help Lisa really enjoy the day? Now, Lisa's a good fisherman, but it's not like she wants to fish all the time. So I knew she would like the spinning rod, and I rigged the spinning rod up, and I knew there was a worm called the Cinco that's absolutely deadly. Isn't that a great name, Cinco? The Cinco. So I had the Cinco for her, rigged it Texas-style, weedless, and I knew she wouldn't get hung up very much, which is, which is great. So I prepared for it. We didn't get up too early. You know, we cruised uh, to this uh, secret lake. We even stopped uh, in, a, in a little town and bought some kolaches and, you know, had that fun time and drank some coffee. Normally, I, I would not have done that, but, but I did that, you know, to, to kind of, you know, connect, and that's important, you know, to, to, to do that. Think about who you're fishing with. Then we got there, and I wanted to make sure she was, she was comfortable. And we even had a lunch prepared, which I normally don't think through things like that. And so I think you, you, you feel me, don't you? You have to prepare. Are you prepared to share? Share your story. You have a unique story. Well, my story's not that spectacular. Yes, it is. Share your story. I was swimming, I was a soul, just swimming around aimlessly. Someone cast to me, and by God's grace and power, I was hooked. Jesus is the bait, I was hooked, and now, wow, I'm in heaven, and heaven starts here. And it's not perfect, but heaven is perfect on the other side. And just tell your story. Share your story. Every story is, is incredible. But here's what a lot of us do. We like to sit. I'm talking to Christians. So many churches I see. Just sit on the, sit, sitting on the dock of the bay. Watching the tide. Sing with me. Roll away. Sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time, whistle. (laughs) Excellent. I don't want to fish. You know, I'm already caught. I'm in. You're out. I'm in the fishbowl. You're outside in this dangerous ocean. I'm just going to work on my tan. Oh, this is awesome, the waves, oh, I love it. Oh, I'm a believer and I've been caught by Christ. I know people are going to hell around me. They're floundering and flopping around. I'm just gonna sit here, isn't that true? you began to share your story and you won't believe it. And here's what people do. They go, well, I don't feel it, man. I don't feel the power of God telling me to cast or telling me to fish. I mean, I don't really feel it. God is waiting for you to cast. He's waiting for you to share. Then you'll see and feel the power. Because remember, we're fishing in the supernatural. The devil is fishing in the natural. We're fishing with supernatural bait, with supernatural results. The devil is fishing with natural bait and natural results. People need it. Are you prepared? You gotta be real passionate, real prepared. There's another one. You gotta be real persistent. Fishermen like, fish, we'll get them tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we got skunked, we got bageled, but we'll get them tomorrow. You gotta be persistent and consistent. 2 Timothy 4 or 5, don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. You realize that a lot of the disciples had a lot of problems when they started fishing. They didn't catch everyone. Jesus didn't catch everyone because we have a choice. The gospel either repels people or compels people. And I've made cast to fish. I'm thinking to myself, oh, this fish will take it. What? He turned off. And I'll do another Hail Mary cast. Uh, whoa! Gotta be persistent. You cast, Jesus catches. When I fished, and I'm, and I'm not a great fisherman. I'm a decent fisherman, but I fished with, number one, great guides, and number two, in great spots. If you fish with great guides in great spots, you will catch great fish. You have a great spot, and you have the greatest guide in the universe, his name is Jesus. We have the competitive edge, the advantage. Don't be intimidated by the devil. The Bible says in Romans 1.16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. Just make the cast. You're fishing supernaturally. Make the cast. You're fishing with the power of God, by the power of God, make the cast. Thank you for listening. And thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional.